You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Podcast. Ryan Icke, George Bremer here with you. Make sure you download and subscribe to the Blue Horseshoe Podcast wherever you do get your pods. George, the name we have talked about, honestly, far too much when it comes to head coach uh, candidacy is Jeff Saturday. We've talked a lot about uh, on the midweek pod. In case you missed it, go back. And that's why you got to download, subscribe, so you get all those pods right to your feed wherever you get your podcast. We broke down a lot of Jeff Saturday's end-of-the-year press conference from Monday. And it was a lot of we couldn't do this because of that. We couldn't do this because of that. A lot of excuses. Now, as we said a few days after that press conference, how did that press conference sit with, with the Colts front office, and especially when it comes to his candidacy? Did he do himself any favors, think, with that end-of-the-year press conference, but basically blaming lack of a staff and basically blaming not enough time and couldn't change anything and basically made excuses left and right where the Colts were one and seven? No, no. And I think you could tell that just from the change in tone a day later from, from Chris Ballard. I mean, the very first thing Chris Ballard said was, look, I failed. That was the very first thing he said at the start of that press conference, which was never anywhere in sight during uh, Jeff Saturday's press conference the day before. Now, towards the end of it, he did echo some of the things that, that Saturday was saying because they are true. You know, there were some tough situations, but you and I talked about that the day he got the job. And I don't want to beat that dead horse even, even more. But we said from day one, this was not – I think I said on the pod, and you agreed, if Jim Irsay wanted to hire him as a full-time head coach, he should not have hired him on January on November 8th. Yes. I think yes. we said it right then because you're going to end up in this situation where you are today uh, where he's one and seven, and it's and it's a hard sell to, to the fans. And I think that's ultimately – it's lying season. You know, I said that at the top, and I think that's an important element here. But there is definitely vibes coming out of West 56th Street now that Jim Mercy is starting to maybe understand how hard of a sell this would be. That if you hire Jeff Saturday, you know, you, you're not going to have a fan base that accepts this. You're not going to have media. You know, look, we've been called soft in the media for I don't know how long. As long as I've been on the beat. You know what I mean? It's the number one thing. You know, the, the right after Frank Wright, yes. the, the terrible cow. play caller is – the indie media doesn't ask hard enough questions or, or whatever. And, you know, the, the, the chief cheerleader on that, I would know, is, is no longer employed. But I'll just leave that that for itself. But, <laughs> but you know, I, you can't say it the last month or, you know, two months on this beat. I mean, I think the Colts have been hit really hard uh, from all sides about this this hire and about the potential of, of continuing it. So, Again, it's lying season. I I take everything I hear right now with a grain of salt because it's just where we are. But there there are for the first time some murmurs coming out of that building that that maybe Jim Irsay is starting to to look at the landscape and and at least be questioning, you know, whether or not it, it's the right move. Common sense. Same. I don't want to get too uh, too crazy here, George, because like I said, it's Jim Irsay. He's unpredictable, and he could be feeling one way today, and then tomorrow wake up, say, ah, "Screw it, I'm going to do whatever I want anyway." And then Jeff Satter's head coach next week. But this seems we are trending towards common sense prevailing, and that's not something you could assume, not something you could take for granted when it comes to Jim Irsay and his decision making. And not so, since Halloween. That is for sure. So it's like. Duh, right? Like obviously, that's a hard sell, and obviously, that just that would not be a good hire, and no one would like that. 
and I'll be honest, like, I did. I was skeptical if Jerry Marisa would actually realize and, and be uh, truthful with himself about the reaction and how bad it would be. And like you said, I think you're 100 right. You said it the the day he was hired, and now it echoes true more than ever. If he actually wanted to hire him as the permanent head coach, doing so on whatever it was November eighth gave it basically took him out of the running. Because like I said, you saw what happened. Totally expected. Even after the first game, there's still not like no one's expecting this team to go five and three, four and four, be a competent team. Everything we saw Tristan, the last six weeks unfold is par for the course and expected. And so even with all that happening, you still Jim Mercer talking to the media, still telling ESPN and other reporters nationally, he's a viable candidate. He's going to be a competitive candidate. We're still going to get Jeff Saturday an interview. We don't really care what's going on. And I don't know if it was the, the Houston loss. I don't know if he was even, you know, the, the Chris Ballard uh, press conference where, again, not to blow smoke up your ass, not to blow smoke up other reporters' asses because you guys don't need it. I think you guys handled that very well, and I think all the questions were fair, hard-hitting, and there's no softballs lobbed towards Chris Ballard's way, that's for sure. Maybe it was the press conference on Monday where you kind of hear the tenor completely change from Jeff Saturday and, like I said, oh, we couldn't do this, we couldn't do that, excuses, to Chris Ballard just falling on the sword and basically saying, I own the failed season, it's my fault, I got to get better. Whatever it was, doesn't matter. You saying that you kind of hear and that it seems like right now there's there's doubts more than ever about Jeff Saturday and the, the ability for Jim Mercer to to, sw- uh, to spin it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank goodness. I don't care how he got to the conclusion. The point is he finally is allowing common sense to actually enter his brain and say, yeah, this is actually a really bad idea. This would be an impossible sell and set the franchise back. I think if you want to go to one point in time to where it's just indefensible and where everybody will, will look at it and say, you know, this, this is something that, that can't happen. It's when Nick Foles got hurt and, and Kayvon Thibodeau is sitting there doing snow angels and the offensive line is, you know, doing nothing. Um, I think that for a guy who was a big part of, of the offensive line when he played here, for a guy who has admitted he spends a lot of his time with the offensive line since he came in as the interim coach, it's not a good look. And I think if you want to look at it at one moment in time as kind of a genesis for things, I think when all is said and done, we might go back to that moment. The sad part is when you were kind of building up to that, and you said the the one area that or the the one moment that led to basically his dismissal or, or maybe the most doubt in Jim Mercy's mind. Honestly, I was thinking of three different times. I'm like, oh, was it the Steelers <laughs> game with clock management on a on a national stage? Was it the 33 nothing uh, blown lead and making history on a national stage? Was Kicking it, a field uh, goal from the five yard line oh in New York? Was it the lifeless performance against the Chargers uh, on Monday Night Football? Like that's the again we've talked about this and hammered home on the we've had probably ten different pods, George. We could at least identify a brand new reason why Jeff Saturday should not be hired. Changing so his mind on fourth down when the crowd booed. Losing just flat out losing to the Texans in a game that maybe Lovey Smith was trying to win, but I tell you that the Texans front office is not trying to win whatsoever. It's just like he has done it over and over and over again, and still we are here where it's like oh, I can't rule out him get you know Jeff Saturday getting hired, and so still can't yes. rule it out. No, 
But at least I, you know, I mean, I'm an optimist. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take the joy of at least trending in the right direction. When nothing's official, and it's, it's again, I'm not trying to put the cart before the horse. It seems like finally Jim Mercy is waking up, and maybe realizing I can't hire this guy, even if it's. I hate to say, because this is still really not the best process. But I guess you get to the right answer, so it doesn't matter. Even if it's just strictly public perception of, I don't want the fans mad at me. This is a bad year. If I hire him, they're probably gonna be upset. For, even if he doesn't look at football reasons, which there are plenty of reasons why he should not be hired, even if it's just perception, nationally, locally, whatever it takes, fine. But my goodness gracious, the fact that this is hopefully seeming to come to fruition, George, it's again, it's it's great news, and it's kind of sad how happy I am the fact that you have to kind of say that because it should be obvious and, and assumed. But yet again, that's that's not the case with this team with this owner. But either way, great news, great news. Yeah, you know, and we'll see how it plays out. I mean, that that's how it, what always happens here. Like you said, um, you know, most of his his tenure here, Jim Mercy has been a fan, and so you know, these candidates could come in and interview, and he could change his mind. There's there's no doubt about it. Or there could just be hopeful people saying that right now, coming out of the building. Uh, but it is at at the very least, it's the first time we've kind of seen thaw in the ice there. So um, definitely something to to hold on to as, as we enter into this offseason that, as we've said before, going to be hugely important for this franchise for the next five years. Hallelujah and amen to that, George. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Make sure, again, you're downloading subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Because even though today we started talking about some candidates, like George and I mentioned, this is going to be growing. We're going to get to second interviews. We're going to you know start hearing more rumors about who is, who is interested who is not. Maybe we'll get more teams added to the mix as well, looking for a head coach, depending on how wild card weekend goes. So it's been a very busy time on the Blue Horseshoe Pod. No better time to download and subscribe right now uh, or then right now for sure because it's going to be a very busy week. So we will be back next week with, I'm sure, plenty of content to react to from wild card weekend, how those games impact the Colts. Obviously, the division rival and the Jaguars are going head-to-head, and that could be a very interesting game, not just for Jackson, but also maybe the arrival of Trevor Lawrence, which – not great for the Colts. That's uh, for sure. If Trevor Lawrence finds himself and now is a, a, a viable playoff quarterback. So we will enjoy the games. It's going to be a lot of fun here. And we'll be back next week on the Blue Horseshoe Podcast.